Hello, I'm Liz Jones. If you read my diary in the Mail on Sunday's You magazine, then you'll know me and my life pretty well. But if you've always wanted to know more, this is the place for you. Welcome to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast. I'll be taking you behind the scenes of this week's column before digging back into the archives to find some of the most shocking and hilarious stories from the last 20 years. I'll be doing all this with the help of my assistant, friend and confidant, Nick. Hello. Happy Christmas! Yay! Yay! It's our 100th episode of the podcast. It is. We want poppers and bags. If I get a pop, I've got poppers. Shall I bang them? Shall no, I... you're going to excite the dogs. And I'll also make a mess. Let's get to Don't the real make... point. Last year, <laughs> last year, she said, oh, I'm going to bring snow and everything. And I thought, and she and I said, no, it's going to make a mess. She said, I'll clean it up. She never did. This was for the podcast party. The see, thing it? about Nicola, and oh. it says long suffering at the bottom of my column, which I am. I have a big problem with because i'm the long-suffering one i'm the long-suffering how are you long-suffering it's been 13 years great salary you get to work with your horses you get presents i do don't look at me like that this is a problem with christmas everyone (laughs) people start arguing don't they (laughs) they do together for too long they do you've got that nice period where you're pleased to see someone aren't you and you're having a little bit to drink then you have a little bit too much to drink and they start grating on you (laughs) do you remember when we used to live next to each other and your boyfriend would see my boyfriend arrive and you both would have bets how long he'd last yes we would and one day it was about an hour wasn't it yeah yeah was that the day that you made me cook for him did he not eat the dinner no you well you made me cook for i was having my boyfriend for the first weekend and you was having yours for the first weekend so i was saying i was cooking so listen you might as well cook for him as well (laughs) but what about when i came home from being abroad in like somalia or somewhere drove back in the middle of the night and you hadn't even put the lights on in my house because you had a boyfriend for the weekend. Okay, I still don't understand why you can't open the door, put your hand round and put the light on. It's just not very welcoming, is it? You, she was very upset because I haven't put the light on. But you just open the door, you put your hand round and you put the light on. But she gets very wrapped up in herself. I was wrapped up in him. You didn't stand a chance, mate. <laughs> he was a very nice young Marine. So, how's it going? As well as our 100th episode, it also would have been my mum's 100th birthday. And I talk a little bit about her in my column this week. It would have been her 100th birthday, my oh, mum. And mom. when I was a child and into my, I used to go home every Christmas. And every year she made a Christmas cake, months of stirring, which isn't easy when you've got arthritis. She stirred for months. Was it very alcoholic? No. But she always had a snowstorm because she couldn't do flat icing. (laughs) And she had a little Santa. And every year his trousers became less and less red until they were pink. Oh, oh, bless. That's a mum thing though, isn't it? My mum on Christmas Eve, she's cooking. And I love Christmas Eve at my mum's because literally it's just like a professional kitchen. So are you going to your mum's on Christmas Eve to start gobbling down food and Christmas Day? Prob- no, no, Christmas Eve, my mum wouldn't want me there. My mum's like, literally, it's like a like MasterChef showstopper. She's in that kitchen 
full pelt. I, I, I will be in the way. So you going to your mum's for Christmas lunch? Christmas day, yeah, Christmas day. Because there's no... I my mum is a fantastic cook. And my mum knows the art of not having any plate on show. Do you know what I mean? She, there's, there's plenty of food. So I'm going and I'm going for that. I've already drunk my Marks and Spencer's vegan liqueur thing that I got for Christmas. Is I've it drunk alcoholic? that. It's lovely. It's a vegan version of Bailey's. It's, but is it alcoholic? Yeah, it's chocolate and coconut liqueur. Oh, oh my god! No, it sounds. Like, it's like Bailey's. Oh my god! It's so good. Oh, I've never had a Bailey's. You've never had a Bailey's? No. Things like that disgust me. Oh my god! It's literally pure joy. What is Christmas without Bailey's? Pure joy. Joy. So what are you doing for Christmas? Well, I'm supposed to be cooking vegan Christmas lunch for my friend Isabel. And I said to her I would get a PCR test because she's obsessed about not catching COVID. Yeah. And then she said, that's okay, then she'll come. So I've ordered all the food. I've got the nut roast and the vegan gravy and the sprouts and the parsnips and everything. And then she said that she can't come and sit inside. We have to sit outside, but it's going to be snowing. <laughs> you've got it's an, not funny. You've got an umbrella thing, haven't you? But I don't want to freeze. No, I've been out I know. and mucking it's... out stables all morning. I don't want to freeze. I know. It's... But if you both have tests, then... No, but she said there'll be a backlog and they make mistakes. And no, she's not having it. Oh, dear. So is she, is she, what's happening there? Is she not coming? No. So you've got a lot of nut roast and stuff to eat. Yeah, it's just me. Oh dear. Me. Well, you can come and come and join us. No, I'd rather kill myself. That's not very pleasant, is it? That's not. Ve- <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of you. No, All I'd rather it kill would myself. Be if you spent Christmas Day with Nicola, her boyfriend and her mum, it all it is is bicker, 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 bicker. No, it's not. Cheers, it is, isn't it? No, we get... You car- bicker. No, what you don't like is that we have karaoke... Bicker. ...and we sing and we get drunk. And- no, Martin just goes to I'm sleep. I'm not leaving my dogs on Christmas Martin Day. Martin just goes to sleep. <laughs> no bickering needed. Do you want to hear about a Miranda Priestley moment? Well, we've got we've got several, haven't we? Two. We've got, we've got two. two. We've got two. Go on, you do yours first. Well, Nick arrived <laughs> on Wednesday with a carrier bag of gifts for me for my Christmas. See, Nick won't just buy one present. When I grew up as a child, we just got one present. She buys about 400 with about 400 presents in a TK Maxx bag. It was a big bag. So I looked at her and I said... All the presents from TK Maxx. Well, it's better on the next, isn't it, that you don't like? <laughs> I had a huge argument on Twitter the other day with this woman. I'd posted a picture of new boy Teddy on my bed. Teddy! New rescue Teddy. That was the whole point of the picture. And all I got from the populace of Great Britain was a critique of my headboard. And then this woman joined in and she said... <laughs> She said, is it from next? And I'm like, that's the final straw. I'm going, never going to be on Twitter again. I'm being trolled. And Nick told me that she was actually being nice and making a, a stockist inquiry. No, no, people like next. Next do really nice stuff for the house. People like next, please. Have you seen Nick's house? She bought these awful wardrobes and chest of drawers that are all reflective. Because I was in, at the time, I was in like a barn with stone walls and everything. So I needed something to brighten it up. I regretted it once I built it and put it together, but... 
It was meant to look nice. Who buys furniture you have to build? It's absolutely insane. Poor people. That's who. Poor no people. No one's more poor than I am. Poor people. We build our furniture. <laughs> so do you want my Miranda Priestly moment? Yes, but it's me, Miranda. You're Andy. Yes, yes. So you may remember Liz outed me last week about my reading my COVID test wrong. Just, just, just what I wanted to keep quiet. I was that stupid. And she said, we were talking about it afterwards. I was telling her off. And she said, um, well, if you get it, you're going to get it really badly because of your lungs, your pneumonia and your fattiness. No, and your fatness. No, you said fattiness. No, I said fatness. Did you? I didn't I say you said fattiness. fattiness. No, fatness. Fatness is like... my word. I've written a piece. Where did I write it? Oh, I've written it for you magazine, but it's not out yet. It was about Christmas gifts. We're going to go on to Christmas we gifts are. shortly, aren't we, in the next segment? We are. And I've used the word fatness. It's the word of the week. It's not chippy, it's fatness. Fatness. Because I'm talking about terrible Christmas presents from men. And my ex-husband, when we were married, he gave me a random DVD of the series Lost which I couldn't follow head and tail of. I didn't get the box set. And he just gave me a round of <laughs> DVD of Lost. So I then published a list of all the gifts I gave him, one of which was a bespoke suit from Savile Row that I had to get made for him to get married in because of his extreme fatness. <laughs> he didn't fit off the peg. His waist was 42 inches. So we've had chippiness. We've had, um, I'll be honest with you, I think fatness is better than moist. We had moist one week. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. No, we the word forward. of the week this week is fatness. Yeah, well, I'll take that over moist. No problem. <laughs> and it's Teddy and Boris's first Christmas for Teddy us, isn't Boris's it? Teddy and Boris's first Christmas. We're all ex- we're a bit excited about that, really. But actually, even though Nick is an equine behaviourist, I am. Pardon? Equine. 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 Have you ever asked for help with the dogs, Nick? Can you, no, I'm equine, I'm equine. I don't help with dogs. It's actually <laughs> not, not part of my job description. <laughs> I've got them sitting. I've got them sitting. Teddy, who came from Romania on the bus, is so perfect, isn't he? Isn't he's he well really behaved? You look boy. at him, he wags his tail. He escaped out the front door today, didn't he? He just went and looked in your car. Yeah, no. He doesn't bark. He doesn't steal the girl's food. He just sleeps all night. He doesn't go to the loo in the house, which Gracie still does, even though she's now 13. It's never going to change. She has to sleep on a nappy. <laughs> never going to change. She's never going to change, is she? But it's so funny, like, because Boris is also from Romania, so they're brothers, but it's like they're yin and yang, because Teddy's, like, the really, really good boy, and Boris is a demon, like, <laughs> very sweet, lovable demon, but he opened all the Christmas presents. I spent hours wrapping Christmas presents and went to the loo, cleaned my teeth, blah, 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 come back. And there was wrapping paper everywhere. Did you take a picture? Every, I didn't, actually. I was, I was too busy running around after him. So he's, he's like the naughty one, isn't it? What have you bought him for Christmas? He's got a home. He's got a home. He's got a huge box of toys that he had when he came. That's what he's getting for Christmas, his first Christmas. He's got, like, all the normal stuff, like... I can't buy him any more toys. He's got plenty, but I've got him treats and stuff like that. I've got to be honest, I get through so many treats with his training because he's so naughty. That He is really naughty. He's really naughty. But he's, he's naughty in that very cute way, isn't he? He's cheeky. Let's say cheeky. He steals things. We call it personality. <laughs> so what was your funny story about collecting your car? Oh, yeah. Well, my car broke down. So 
I was at again. the garage again, yes. And so my mum said about 11 o'clock at night, I was talking to her saying, I'm just leaving the yard or whatever. And she said, well, why don't we go and get your car? So it's only up on the trade and stuff. So all right then, okay, thanks, mum. So we drove up there and it's literally, it's like a ghost town. So we went up there. We pulled up next to my car. I hope this is a funny story. It is a funny story. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. We got out and all of a sudden this security van is going up and down very slowly like a shark. You know, it's like the Jaws music going up and down, watching us. So there's me and me wellies with a beagle attached. There's my my mum. In her ninety. Pretty much. Getting out of the car. So she's getting in my car. I don't know what she was doing, but all the windows started going up and down. So <laughs> she's sitting there. And I'm like, Mum, just start it and drive it. And the wind, the back windows are going up and down. I don't know what. But there's this car and it pulled. And he was watching us. And he pulled around the corner and just stopped just behind us. And he obviously thought we were trying to nick the car. And I'm like... Two old women in 90s. Two old women with a beagle. (laughs) (laughs) And if we were going to try and make a big getaway, it wasn't going very well because all it was was windows going up and down. (laughs) So he actually sat and watched us and I'm waving the keys at him going, it's my car. It's a Renault Clio that houses three dogs and four horses. No one's going to want it. If someone went to nick it... They'd open the car door and they'd just close it and walk away. Even if the keys were in the ignition, no one would touch it. So that was, perhaps you had to be there, but it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. The, us, we were like Thelma and Louise. Nicky Did you wet yourself? No, but I've done it quite a lot lately. It's been very cold out. Tell us about Teddy then. I've already done that. No, but your column this week is about Teddy, isn't Oh, it? yeah. Oh, my column this week your is... Your column this week's about Teddy, is it? Because we've had a, such a huge response to the boys, the Romanian... We're going to have to call them the Romanian boys or something. No. Well, they've got to have, like, a twosome name, haven't they? No, Like no, the no. two... The Musketeers or something. I know. Everyone's used to Gracie Barton. Gracie! Everyone's used to it. It's just like background noise. Just pretend it's Christmas music. The column this week is about Teddy. I'm glad you reminded me of that. Well, you looked blank. (laughs) And the heading is in which I realise where my loyalties lie. I don't know where that is. It's not with Gracie at the minute. She's still barking. What's the matter with her? Teddy, the new Border Collie's first week, has gone surprisingly smoothly. When he arrived in the dog bus from Romania after travelling for four days, he wouldn't walk, preferring to crouch on the ground, fearful. Now, just four days later, he's walking on a lead and playing in the garden. We haven't had one accident in the house, Gracie. (laughs) Gracie now needs a nappy at night, but... As I whisper in her pointy ear, don't worry, Gracie, it happens to the best of us. Sadly, that's true. Teddy wouldn't come upstairs for the first two nights, but he now sleeps on the rug on the landing. We haven't yet had a bark. I asked Steph, who runs the charity that rescued him, about his history. She says he was either caught on the street or dumped in the pound. Horrible places. Concrete cages, open to the weather, dry kibble thrown inside, which the dogs have to fight over. So he was either dumped or lost by an owner who no longer wanted him, which seems odd as he's only about three and very handsome. 
He has a huge black face and speckled paws like an owl. I was nervous about telling Nick I have another collie, as she's been there with me for the trials and tribulations of the ones I already have. All of them. All of the trials and tribulations. Dear departed Sam, who was a rogue. What was the thing I said most often when I had Sam? 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 We we were in a field one day and Sam was directly behind her and Liz couldn't see him, so all she was going was, Sam? Sam? He was behind When I first rescued him, he would catch pheasants on a walk and eat them, given he'd been starved. Yeah, that wasn't good. I was surprised he could kill anything as he had been tethered on a chain. His teeth were worn to stumps where he tried to chew himself free. Gracie, who never really got the hang of going to the loo outside. Poor Racy Gracie. You're you're, you're telling everyone her secrets. Minnie, Minnie Puppy. She's perfect. Who would hair off at 40 miles per hour at the first opportunity. I would have to phone people in the village to head her off at the pass. Do you remember that? I remember running down the hill on sheet ice with you. Throwing bonios in front of her to try and get her to stop for a bonio so we could grab her. Yeah, that was bad. And Missy Puppy, Missy Puppy, there's lots of puppies, Missy Puppy, who still has a heart attack if I switch on the hoover. She doesn't like anything, does she? She doesn't like the brass pot, she doesn't like water, doesn't like the chair scraping. My dogs have trained me. Yes. Even my cat's trained me. Susie, the feral cat, would only eat prawns at room temperature. Minnie will now only eat human food from Martha Spencer. Gracie now puts her front paws on the bed as she's too rickety to jump, so I'm prompted to lift her rump skywards. We then get the groan of pleasure as she snuggles in a pillow. With a nappy. On her her (laughs) nappy, nappy. I'm like, Gracie, stay on your nappy, stay on your nappy, stay on your nappy, and then she chews it. It's like a sanitary pad, though, isn't it? It will never stay where you put it. Those days have gone. (laughs) We're not moist anymore. Oh, God, no. No, get back to fatness. (laughs) When Sam, the original collie with no teeth, got very old, he developed dementia and became deaf and almost blind. He would become frantic, unable to find me, until I tapped him gently on the bottom and he would turn, cloudy eyes, watery with relief. It's strange how I have endless patience with animals, whereas with my mum... I was shamefully glad in a way when, after being bedridden, she no longer knew who I was. I could pretend I'd been with her for an hour when I'd only been there for five minutes. But that's you, isn't it? Cost-benefit analysis on time. It's weird why I'm so soft with animals and so intolerant of people. I shed more tears when my beloved racehorse Lizzie died than when my dad passed away. I cried more when I lost Hilda, another Romanian rescue. Oh, Hilda was Hilda literally was perfect. She was wasn't perfect, she? wasn't she? She'd climb up on the cooker and put her head in a pan. She did, repeated it, and if she opened her mouth and breathed on you, the halitosis did nearly knock you off your feet, didn't you? She was adorable. I'm not selling her, am I? <laughs> I suppose it's because I spent almost every day with them. My dog sleep in my bed. My animals look at me with only love in their eyes. When Sam could barely move, I would have to lift him onto my bed and he never complained once. He just enjoyed the fact he was in my arms. They always make the best of things, don't they? Always. That's why animals are better than people. Always. And so here is Teddy. He will never be left. He will always be fed before me. 
He will be outdoors with me and the horses for hours. He will be my furry footrest as I ride. Oh, oh! He's such a good boy, isn't he? He's is such a good boy, and it's so nice that the boys have got like their first Christmas. You can read this week's diary in full in Mail on Sundays, You Magazine. Do you want to know what the archive is? Go on then. This is from, I would say it's from 2006, when I was more moist. No, no, get back to fatness. Bad moist, bad moist. And it's really, it's a column from You Magazine. It's a, it's a letter to women about how useless men are at gifts. Yeah, I've had one that was very good at gifts. Really? Yeah. Why yeah. didn't you hang on to him? Which I was one was stupid. that? Kevin was very good at yeah, gifts. Yeah, I liked Kevin. Kevin was lovely. Kevin, I didn't deserve Kevin. Kevin no, you were horrid to him. Kevin, I wasn't horrid to him, but Kevin was too good for me. So, do you want to hear the archive or go on about Kevin? Um. Well, okay. No, I'll go. I'll, I'll go with the archive because then it will just disintegrate. Dear women, <laughs> I know it is just us reading this and listening to this as the men will be looking forward to tonight's celebrations. I don't know what that means. New Year's Eve? Might have been New Year's Eve. Might have been New Year's Eve. This time last week, they were no doubt missing in action on the pretext of getting more milk as they searched for your gift on Christmas Eve. That's if you're lucky. In his brain, he was still hoping Christmas would be cancelled due to the weather, Brexit, your mother, father, dog dying, or you might have got divorced after that contratome outside the supermarket the previous week, when he suggested holding out until Christmas Eve to buy a cut-priced turkey. Not in my house. No, no, no cut-priced turkeys in But here you are, one week on, with Christmas fading into the recesses of memory. So what did he offer up after his exhausting foray into town, reaching home with something in a plastic bag as thin as your patience? What did he give you, I wonder, when you have given him children... Or at least your last remaining child-bearing years, in my case. She's not bitter at all. It's funny, when I wrote that, some reader replied and said, Liz, they weren't your last child-bearing years. Yes, they were. I should know, shouldn't I? <laughs> what are you supposed to do then, your first time? <laughs> <sighs> Unlike him, the monosyllabic lump, the gift would have spoken volumes. Here's my guide to decoding the present that was finally slipped under the tree on Christmas Eve. Each of these atrocities, bar one, has been given to me at some point, so it's no surprise I'm now single. One, petrol forecourt flowers. Oh, yeah. That's a no. I've had that. With glitter. No, I like a bit of glitter on my Don't flowers. Don't put glitter on flowers. It's actually wrong. Oh, not on Christmas, it's not. A glittery rose No, and I'm sure it's bad for turtles and things like that. Number two in the countdown of worst gifts ever, chocolates. I like chocolate. He is trying to make you fat so he can go off with another woman. Well, that ship's out anyway. I'm already fat. Might as well eat chocolate. If he gives you the cures, he finds you as sexy as your ancient maiden aunt. Or thinks liver disease will be a quicker way out than divorce. <laughs> if he gives you matchmakers, it's a warning he'll go on Tinder if you say you're trusting him to load the dishwasher. If it's anything salted caramel, he's spent far too much time watching MasterChef on telly when he should have been up a ladder. 
Or changing a light bulb. Go up changing a light bulb. Yes, but in this case, I wanted him to go up a step ladder to check my smoke detectors, but he wouldn't go up. What was his objection to it? It was too high and he was watching football, I don't know. Oh, poor him. Perfume. Oh, I love perfume. He scores a point if it's one you already wear, but null points if it's eau de toilette, not eau de parfum. See, I've been to Paris, so I know these things. You're very careful your pronunciation. <laughs> if it's a perfume his mum wears, phone a psychiatrist. If it's <laughs> one his ex wore, phone a lawyer. And who really wants more bottles in the bathroom attracting dust? Not me. See, you don't like perfume, though, do you? I love No, perfume. I don't like bottles in the bathroom either. They need to be put away. No, they can go in the cabinet, but... No, 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 I'm all right with perfume. A single DVD chosen at random from a box set. Oh, dear. <laughs> Especially when you've just given him a car. Yeah. Not to mention if you really like it and you can't watch the rest of the set. I didn't, I didn't like Lost. Anyway, I found it confusing. Did I got lost. Did you like Lost? You got lost on Lost. <laughs> if it's a spiralizer, he's saying he'll put you in a home if you get little bone disease followed by dementia. If he gives you a spa voucher, tear it up and throw it in his face. He wants you out of the house so he can watch Brian Cox without you saying, but who put the black holes there in the first place? See, they never answer the salient point, do they? You can watch as many Brian Cox as you like on the iPlayer. Love a bit of Brian. Who put the black holes there in the first place? They don't know. And who put the ring in the doo diddy? <laughs> <laughs> Underwear. <laughs> right. It's possible lingerie can earn him browning points, but only if it's really expensive and the correct size. My ex bought me three thongs in a medium. <gasps> oh, no, it's as bad as buying them from Next. <gasps> Went from Next as well. A visitor's book. Do you know someone once gave me a visitor's book? I don't like people. I don't have visitors. Bugger off. That's quite fun. Who has a visitor? Who in, has a visitor's book? In your book? little semi-detached in, in Barking, you've got a visitor's book. <laughs> a Nigella cookbook means he thinks you don't feed him enough. Never light enough candles and don't lick the spoon seductively enough. Yeah, we all we all need to aspire. If he to be buys Nigella. you Hugh Fernie Whittingstall, he's secretly gay. My friend's boyfriend has just asked whether she wants bellows for Christmas for the fire. See, that's a no-no. Anything from the house that is such a massive no-no. Who would no-no. buy someone bellows for the fire? Yeah, that's just, that's 100% no. Don't buy toasters, don't buy kettles, don't buy bellows. But number 11 is the best one of no-nos for men Go this on. Christmas. Hope you're paying attention. No, number 11, jewellery, if they buy jewellery, it has to be expensive or it is a health hazard. My ex-husband bought me diamond earrings, so microscopic I had to go to A&E on the Euston Road, already overstretched, to have them removed as they'd fallen into my ear holes, the piercings. (laughs) They'd fallen in, I had to get them removed by a doctor because they were so small. So then when I finally got the surgeon to get them out of the holes in my ears and I took them home, I went back to the jeweller and got them upgraded and then Private Eye did a story how Liz Jones got divorced because her diamonds weren't big enough. No, they were a health hazard. Well, I suppose to be fair, that's not unreasonable always. You've got to have some, some perks in a marriage. 
He actually ha- made me have to go to A&E because of his gift. Well, at least you got one. I've had Christmases and birthdays with nothing. Nothing, nothing. Not well, I still card. haven't had my birthday gift, have I? Right, hang on. I've got you theatre tickets. I've got you Zara trousers. No, but we didn't go because you had COVID or something. No, Charlie was ill. But I did say I'd give you the tickets and you could go with someone else. No, because my friend Isabel won't go indoors anywhere. <laughs> Every week, lots of you get in touch, telling me what you think about my life and my decisions. So I think it's only fair that you get to have your say here on the podcast too. If you'd like to get in touch, then go to lizjonesgoddess.com or tweet me at lizjonesgoddess. Right, what are the readers saying? Oh, well, everybody is loving Teddy. Everybody is like, I've got so many emails about Teddy for you. We're putting lots of photos on Twitter after that. Putting lots of photos. Like, everyone's sort of like, it's a nice feel-good thing. Lorraine Brown says, I can't stop thinking about Teddy and how he is since I read Sunday's diary. Column. Diary. Column. It's called Liz Joe's Diary. Yeah, but it is a column. You can't complain people call it a diary. I'm so happy you have Teddy. I know from dog experience the road will be very bumpy, but he's such a lucky boy. Well, he's actually not too bumpy. It's me that's bumpy. You're all right. Yeah. Sometimes a written story touches their hearts and Teddy is in mine already. Oh. Oh. And we've got Pam, who says, It was lovely to read in this week's U column. You have a new rescue border collie. I would rather read about canines and homo sapiens. Well, I think we all would, wouldn't we? Yeah. I hope Teddy is settling down a bit and hope you, Nick and the puppies have a lovely Christmas. Love Pam and Steve. Well, she will because she's going to her mum's who's going to feed her. I've got no one. Now, everyone just heard, didn't we, me inviting her and her I don't ungracious want to come and I'm just listening to you bickering with Martin. Her ungracious reply. We're it not. would literally drive me to tears. It won't be any bickering. We'll be doing karaoke and he'll be snoring. That's the way Christmas goes. We've got Lorna Hill, who says, I follow you every week on... No, you've missed out Julia, who says I'm a wonderful human being. Oh, beg your pardon. All right, Julia says, The latest column in the May on Sunday about Teddy has just made me cry and cry. What a truly wonderful human being you are. Notice how she zoomed in on that. I wish you, Teddy, and other fur babies a happy Christmas. Love, Julia Badger and Minnie, rescue fur baby. Getting back to poor Lorna. She says... I follow you every week on the mail on Sunday. You've made me laugh, cry and go through every emotion. However, reading your column today, I can't stop crying and reading about Teddy. And we've got Leslie Jeffries, who's an no, author. No, you've missed out Sue, who says, Liz, what a wonderful, caring person you are. Go on, you do that one, so you can read it to yourself. What a lucky boy the collie is. And I'm sure with your care and love, he will have a wonderful life. Keep up the good work, see? Yeah, and her, her daughter rescues kittens in Dubai. There's lots of stray cats in Dubai, so she does a lot of rescue works. And Leslie Jeffries, who's an author, wrote a little poem, which I thought Come was on nice. then, Leslie. Come on, Leslie. So it's called Somewhere, and it says, A little dog somewhere in a kennel all alone, cold and very hungry, is desperate for a home. Throughout the world on the internet you see hundreds of starving strays that live a life of misery. So if you have a corner of your heart going spare, there is a dog waiting who would willingly share. Aww. Oh, I love that. I love that. So that's, that's for Boris and Teddy. 
Now, last week, everyone, pay attention, we had a big poll on Twitter, a vote. It was like a general election. It was like a nightmare. You should have seen my DMs. Well, basically, we had three votes and everyone voted unanimously, even... We even had a vote from the rock critic of The Guardian and she said... Instead of Beyonce and so forth, she wants us to be Noddy Holder and Dave Hill and Slade. How awful. How awful. Why do I always have to be a boy? But I'm a boy as well. I'm Noddy Holder. No, I'm Dave Hill and you're Noddy Holder. Yeah, because you're ginger and he's ginger. <laughs> yes, and she put on Twitter about how I was ginger and frizzy. <laughs> you forgot the grey bits. <laughs> So, yeah. So, thank, thank you, you for, for listening this year, everyone. And we're now going to cheer you up with this song, which you can play to any guest who arrives and you want them to, to leave and go away. Just play them this. Or it's just a reminder that it could be worse. <laughs> Happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. You hanging up a stocking on the wall. <laughs> Oh, God. It's a time that every Santa has a ball. Oh, my God, this is so bad. <laughs> Did he ride ride reindeer? <laughs> Does he turn Get up on his sleigh? Do the fairies keep him sober for a day? Sounds like you're not sober. Oh, my God. So here it is. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Everybody is having fun. I hurt. Look to the future now. It's only just begun. Well, that's it from us this week. If you enjoyed listening to Liz Jones's Diary, the podcast, why not visit mailplus.co.uk forward slash subscribe to get access to all our podcasts, videos, opinion pieces and more. I'll be back next Sunday, but for now, I'm Liz Jones. And I'm Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye.